today on the Tearsheet Podcast. But ultimately, it's not just about sharing the data, of course, which is very much what this conversation uh, tends uh, tends to be about, because that's what the the news is. You know, we've 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 created a permission hub and we've managed to exchange data in a secure way and a transparent transparent way but of course what is even more exciting about all of this is what the customer can do now Mm -hmm. with all of that information um, and how they can so this is really where I think uh, things begin to get exciting and things start hotting up because now that we have uh, information being exchanged securely without credentials um, customers can now feel more confident to do more things with more uh, third-party fintech uh, for example this is Zach Miller founder and editor at Tearsheet I wanted to invite you to Tearsheet's latest event, the Day-to-Day Conference. A big theme on this program and in our reporting has been about how financial data is the underpinning of modern financial services. From data aggregation to using big data to comb through customer behavior, financial ecosystems are growing up around banks and fintechs through data aggregators. The Day-to-Day Conference brings together financial services, fintech, and vertical industries looking to create new financial products and services through leveraging customer data in their own firms, and across the entire industry. We've got a great speaker lineup. Register today by going to our website and clicking on the Day-to-Day Conference button at the top right of your screen. Tearsheet's Day-to-Day 2021 Conference is sponsored by Fiserv, Plaid, MX, Finicity, and Argyle. Welcome to the Tearsheet Podcast. The journey from screen scraping consumer financial data to API permissioned access continues. U.S. Bank recently announced a partnership with technology partner Plaid. Gareth Gaston from U.S. Bank and Ginger Baker from Plaid join us to talk about the recently announced integration between the two around consumer financial data. We discuss the nature of the integration and why it's significant. Both Ginger and Gareth describe the relevance of the U.S. Bank Permission Hub and Plaid portal syncing. We also talk about the impact API deals like this one have on consumer behavior and fintech uptake. Here's our podcast. Good morning. Uh, so I'm Gareth Gaston. I'm the CDO and EVP of Digital Platforms and Capabilities at US Bank. So what that means is I'm responsible for all of our enterprise common digital technology like sales and onboarding or authentication or communication. Um, and uh, I'm also responsible for the digital capabilities that empower our teams like Agile Ways of Working and also our UX design capability. Great. So welcome. And Ginger, who are you and what do you do? Good morning, Zach. My name is Gareth. My name is Ginger Baker, and I am the head of financial access at Plaid. The financial access group at Plaid is a new organization that is um, oriented around ensuring that people have access to their financial data and can permission that data to the applications and tools that improve their lives. Um, In addition, though, with a bit of a play on words, the financial access organization at Plaid is is wholly focused on financial institutions and ensuring that financial institutions also have access to the tools and technologies that allow their users to have a reliable, safe, and transparent fintech experience. Um, I've been at Plaid for about nine months and I'm happy to be here. Well, welcome to both of you. And um, it's not by chance that that both of you are on the, on the call. Um, there's there's an integration between U.S. Bank and Plaid. The news hit uh, this week or last week. Um, Gareth, we'll start with you. What is the nature of, of the U.S. Bank and Plaid integration and, and, and why is it significant? Why are we talking about it today? Yeah, so one of the things that's been a big priority for us, so uh, in, in a part of the practice that I'm responsible for is our, our open banking or connected banking uh, capabilities. And, you know, uh, we view it as very important to give our customers uh, the ability to access their information and their money in, in whichever way 
that they choose. And we want them to be able to do that in a transparent and secure way. Um, so it's been a big priority for us to work with um, third parties, uh, technology partners and aggregators to uh, to enable that. Um, and so, you know, Plaid is obviously uh, one of the biggest uh, players in the uh, data aggregation and uh, uh, technology partner space. And um, uh, so it's been a really important partnership for us to figure out with Plaid um, how to achieve those goals, which uh, I know they have as well. So we wanted to make sure that um, that uh, our customers had access to their information without having to give away their login credentials. Um, and that's really what we've achieved here. And, and Ginger, I'm going to ask you a similar question. Um, from Plaid's perspective, um, what's significant about this integration? Sure. Thanks, Zach. Yeah, one of the things that we're really excited about in regards to this integration, there's two things here. One is that U.S. Bank and Plaid really kept the consumer um, at the center of every decision that we made in the process of migrating the way that we enable users to permission their data, which has traditionally been through screen scraping, to an API-based solution. And what this meant was that the decision that we made around the integration and the way that it actually works is better for the user. It doesn't um, give them a challenged experience. It allows them to continue to access the things that they care about in a way that's safe and transparent. And then um, second, there is an interesting and new you know, bi-directional permission hub that we're using between the two companies um, that allows uh, consumers to adjust their permissions quickly and easily, either by accessing US Bank's permission hub or through Plaid Portal, which is a product that's currently in beta. And this is really unique because it means that a user can go to either of those companies and take control of the places that they have permissioned their data. It gives them the transparency and allows them to take action. And so the, the technology that we're using to keep the two companies and these permission tools in sync is a, a really precedent setting move for the industry. That's great. And back to you, Gareth. Um, what was U.S. Bank's motivation for the unique uh, technical efforts here? Yeah, so I think, um, <clears throat> so first and foremost, I think as Ginger said really well, uh, both of us, uh, both parties have kept the uh, the customer uh, very much at the heart of this. Mm -hmm. And so what's really been guiding us is, is this need to give the customer uh, both the control over the data that they're, uh, that they're sharing and, and that they want to consume somewhere else, but also that security. Um, so, so that being the mission, if you like, um, and both of us shared that mission and, and both of us kind of realized that, you know, any given customer, um, so if a, if a customer has uh, relationships outside of US Bank, then they can see all of those relationships on PladLink. If a customer is a US Bank customer and they have uh, uh, relationships in places where uh, Plaid isn't a player, then they can see those there too. So I think all of us recognizing that none of us had the uh, complete picture and we wanted to just give the customer uh, the, the access that they that, that, that they could that they could have about any of their relationships um so uh, really what guided us in this was knowing that that was, was the mission that we had to get to um how can we make that possible without necessarily sticking rigidly to the the, the way that we would like to do it necessarily in an ideal world and and i think this was a terrific partnership to achieve the goal and still do it in a in a way that was uh Sort of safe, compliant, and all all the stuff that um, FIs would uh, would care about. So um, we were absolutely thrilled that uh, we could come up with a technical solution that achieved those goals, took credentials out of the system, and delivered a great customer experience. And, and, and did, Zach, 
Yeah, oh, please. Sorry, <laughs> didn't mean to interrupt you. I just wanted to add a little context on the backdrop for all of this, which I know is not new news to anyone, but I think it just anchors you know, the, the motivation and the intention that the two organizations have is that, you know, with all of the digitization of just about everything that we saw over the last 12 to 18 months, you know, we've seen that 73% of adults say that they want to continue to manage the majority of their finances, dig, di, finances digitally. So the tools that we can build to create that transparency for them and help them along on this digital journey is more important now than ever. Um, we've heard that 14 million US citizens consider digital banking to be the literally their only form of money management now. And so this is very different than the world that we were operating in two years ago. And so these kinds of partnerships and the ways that we come together to ensure that this new digitization is safe and transparent and understood for people of all ages who are going through this transition um, is an important component of this. So, so I get that, Ginger. I guess um, I, I had a question about the FI side of the equation. Are you seeing a growing sensitivity on the FI side to to really customizing uh, consumer permission data in a way that the same over the same time frame, say two years ago? How do you see that evolving? We, we certainly are seeing the industry be more active, and mm -hmm. th this is not anything new in terms of the. Um, statement and the intention of moving towards API-based solutions that give consumers a better experience. That has been there for the last number of years. But what we're seeing now is the technology and the technical creativity catching up with the intention. And that's what I think was really interesting about the work that we did with US Bank was it was an example of some of that technical creativity coming to light. But we are also seeing it with other institutions. One, because they're recognizing they want to be um, to the te technical readiness faster than they have been, or because they've learned in conjunction with us and other technology partners along the way, that there are ways in which the technology that they've built can be improved to enable this new, you know, wholly digital universe for financial services for their users. Got it. That, that makes a lot of sense. Um, back to you, Gareth. Um, can you talk a little bit more about this uh, US Bank Permission Hub and the Plaid portal syncing? Yeah, sure. Um, so the, the Permission Hub um, obviously works beyond just uh, the, the the Plaid uh, link, but Plaid link is very much part of um, uh, you know how this technical solution works. I mean, our our goal is to give the customer a complete set of information about where their data is shared, uh, with the ability to control uh, down to the individual account level and and even eventually down to the uh, type of information that they're sharing with. Uh, with any given third party, so they have complete control over their uh, their data and their information. So that's our our ultimate vision. Um, and uh, you know, as I said uh, before, I think that what's important here is you know we know that um, our customers, um, you know, some of our customers have information from us uh, from US Bank that is to share with third parties. They may equally have a relationship with another FI, which we wouldn't be able to see in our Commission Hub, but then they could see on Platlink, for example. So that's why I think this. This partnership is so important because we're we're really extending transparency and control uh, in multiple places to to the customer. Does that help? Yeah, it, is, there, is there anything else about the the, the US Bank portal that um, I didn't mention that would be useful? I think, from my perspective, uh, I, I have a clearer view on, on on how it works. And I guess um, I want to ask a follow on question to to something that um, Ginger said before about the evolving consumer behavior. Yeah. Um, so what, what do U.S. bank customers get from this integration that they didn't have before? 
Yeah, so I mean, it really comes back to, I mean, first of all, I think customers are coming becoming far more sophisticated now. So this was something that perhaps people didn't give much thought to before. Um, you know, I mean, how many times have you played a, a game on Facebook and just said, yes, fine, I'll give you whatever information you're asking for in conjunction for getting my horoscope or something for uh, for some future gazing thing. Um, and I think that there's been so much press um, that customers are now becoming more educated about where their data is being shared. And also the technology is is catching up as well with uh, with uh, with a lot of the conversation and uh, you know being able to move away from screen scraping and provide the sort of transparency that we have. So I think you know there's there's probably just a, a set of circumstances that is that are whether it's news or data breaches or uh, you know um, uh, these capabilities now coming to uh, coming to life. Um, I think that consumers will growingly want to have more visibility and transparency into what information is being shared where, and then have the have the ability to do something easily about that if they if they don't agree. So you may have, for example, signed up to fintech app A at some point in time, uh, would have completely forgotten about that, um, and maybe not even use that app anymore. Maybe you've even deleted it from your phone, but that connection technically could still exist somewhere. And so by going into the, the, the US Bank Permission Hub, you could still see that that information is being shared and you could um, terminate that um, from your bank rather than terminating it from the fintech. Um, so that I think is very, very powerful in terms of uh, customer control and transparency. Yeah, I know um, Chase CEO, Jamie Dimon, you know, has been about that for a while that, you know, permissioned apps years ago, you know, become forgotten, but they're still sort of tracking your behavior all along. And um, so I guess that that's a really good point, Gareth. Will, will there come a point, I guess, as this evolution plays out that uh, I guess the first stage is giving consumers flexibility and capabilities. And then maybe the next stage would be proactively alerting to them, proactively alerting them that, you know, they have an app that they haven't used in three years that they're sh still sharing data with. Are you guys even thinking about that stage yet? Uh, yes, definitely. I mean, we we already do sort of message, um, and you're right. This is a an evolution and a journey. Uh, but our goal, which I think is guiding us, is that ultimate control and transparency. So, uh, you know, we also think about um, as I think about the the future of where permissions go, because to me, permissioning your information externally is is really just a set of kind of preferences that you have, and and we have a lot of ambitions around how we continue to give. Uh, the customer more options about their uh, relationship with US Bank and and also what they've done with the information they have in there. So I, I see this permission hub, you know, we also have a profile center, for example, I see all of those sort of things merging together and really being one set of experiences where the customer can have a complete picture of, uh, you know, what, what uh, either what they're sharing or what they have um, or how things are being used. Um, so that they can uh, set set preferences accordingly. I mean, these are these are really nothing more than sets of preferences for how they mm -hmm. want something to be used. Got it. Um, getting to the the last question of our, our conversation, um, Ginger, we'll start with you. Um, we've talked about you know sort of the the nuances and and sort of the characteristics of, of this partnership. Um, and as you said, it's everything is sort of headed in that direction of API based ecosystems. Well, are there takeaways um, from this partnership between Plaid and, and US Bank that other players in the ecosystem can gather? Yes, I think there is a lot to be learned from this. I mean, 
Platt is certainly on a you know crusade to eliminate yeah. uh, the industry's reliance on credentials. And I think that there's work in terms of the how when we get there. And one of the things that I was so impressed with the U.S. Bank team is that they really genuinely put their users at the forefront. And so while it may have been there, there may have been decisions that could have made things easier or faster or aligned with. Um, product and technology builds that they may have done in the past, they always opted for the thing that would make the experience for the person using these applications seamless, secure, and delightful. And I think that that is a very important like principle to have as a foundation or optimizing for, for the user. And I think some of the work that the two companies have done as a part of FDX, like the financial data exchange, you know, helps to unify the industry around some of these common standards um, for secure data exchange, but making sure that we keep that consumer at the very forefront will help the decisions and the implementation details really come to life. Um, and so that would be the one thing I think we could take away from this is that if we're all moving towards this direction, you know, one of our goals is to have 75% of our traffic committed to APIs by the end of this year. If we're going to make progress towards that, um, having that shared vision of the user at the center and the things that we care about um, really helps us to move much more quickly. Got it. And Gareth, how about you? Um, how about takeaways from, you know, from this partnership to some of your peers sitting in other institutions? Yeah, so I, I think I mean one of the things that I think's been uh, really awesome about Plaid is the is the flexibility and the 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 desire to get to all the outcomes that Ginger described there. So, you know, I've had a number of my peers uh, call, of course, and, and and ask about the deal because they're uh, perhaps still thinking about how they could do it. And I, I guess the message would be, you know, at the end of the day, what's important is that uh, the customer has the information and the transparency. Um, I think there, um, you know, I, I can't say enough about how, uh, what a tremendous partnership it has been with Plaid and, and how great they have been in not only sharing our, our view of uh, uh, and having their own view of customer centricity, uh, but also the flexibility and creativity uh, that Plaid has shown in, in terms of helping get to this fantastic outcome. So I think hopefully uh, what that signals is that um, you know, if, if you have a great relationship, things can uh, things can work out really well, uh, both for what you need for your FI, but also more importantly for the the, the customer. Um, so, uh, we'd encourage um, the uh, the great open discussion and dialogue, and we've certainly enjoyed a, a, a terrific relationship that's come up with all sorts of uh, uh, creative problem solving um, between uh, between the two companies. Can I pivot to a question you asked previously as well? Definitely. I've just been thinking thinking further about um, what you were saying about the permissions hub. The other thing I would say is, and this is, I think, very much what both companies ultimately um, uh, intend, but I, I would want to speak for Ginger, but ultimately, it's not just about sharing the data, of course, which is very much what this conversation uh, tends, uh, tends to be about, because that's what the, the news is. You know, we've, we've, we've created a permission hub and we've managed to exchange data in a secure way and a transparent transparent way but of course what is even more exciting about all of this is what the customer can do now mm -hmm. with all of that information um and how they can so this is really where i think uh, things begin to get exciting and things start hotting up because now that we have uh, information being exchanged securely without credentials um customers can now feel more confident to do more things with more uh, third-party fintech, uh, for example. And so as we think about all the, I mean, there's so many exciting use cases from where the world can go now um, that that open up. So whether that's, um, you know, um, validating accounts elsewhere, um, helping a customer apply for a, 
alone um, um, and having their accounts verified. So there's there's so many things that are now possible. And that that ultimately is, I think, what the US Bank is, is most excited about, really, is um, how we've now empowered and enabled our customers to do much more with their money, um, knowing that US Bank has uh, uh, created this ability for them to see the, uh, their information and, and have much more control and transparency over it. But really, to me, it's the empowerment of what you can do with your uh, with your money and with your information, uh, but while still feeling very confident that it's uh, that it's safe and secure. So I think it's kind of a new dawn. I think, and uh, you know, I think uh, obviously there's been um, lots of activity in the uh, whatever phrase you like to use for it, open banking, connected banking, whatever you like to call it, um, over the last few years. Uh, but as Ginger said, it's really you know been on the advent uh, or on the back of screen scraping so far, um, and with uh, commitments like U.S. banks and Plaids to getting to much more secure API-driven environment. I really think this sets the stage for a very exciting next phase of uh, opening up finance. Gareth, I'm glad that you circled back to that question because I think um, that discussion around enabling the the customer was was a very important point and uh, and not lost here. So I appreciate that. So Gareth, Ginger, thank you both for participating and, and joining us on Tearsheet Podcast today. Hey, thanks, thanks for having us back.